Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado Wolf, and I am joined today by Dr. Joseph Mercola, who really needs no introduction. His site, Mercola.com, has been a leader in alternative and natural and integrative health therapies and diet therapies and nutritional therapies for years. And it's even beyond that. And he's an absolute... He, he is a knight in shining armor for excellent health for America and the world. I first heard about Dr. Mercola. I was over at a very, very dear friend of mine's house many years ago, over 10 years ago, and her mom was really into Dr. Mercola's site, and, and she turned me on to, to Joseph Mercola's amazing and incredible production of really pertinent, very well-researched information ranging from antioxidants to fatty acids to everything in between. He's going to be joining us at the Longevity Conference. That's April 24th through 26th. 2015. That's coming up soon, everybody. April 24th through 26th, 2015. Make your plans now. All the details are at longevityconference.com. Longevityconference.com. How you doing, Dr. Mercola? Great to have you with us. I'm doing great. So tell us what the latest is. I mean, you are, you're, last time we spoke, you were really into gardening. You're always into exercise. Tell us about the latest developments in your, in your world. Well, it's interesting. Uh, even doing, you know, thank you for those kind words. First of all, appreciate that. Yeah, I'm absolutely passionate about health, and I'm always pursuing all the best strategies I know to to stay healthy. And that's why it was so frustrating for me because for oh five, six, seven years or so, I've been struggling with low back pain. I have access to a lot of great clinicians and seen many of them, almost a dozen different chiropractors and did inversion tables and stretching and strengthening exercises uh, and just a whole variety of things that didn't work. And then I realized, I encountered some studies last year that, that really kind of blew my mind because I've been exercising most of my life and made some mistakes there and I'll discuss that in a moment. But I thought that was all you needed to do. But there were st the studies that come up repetitively and now there's more than 10,000 that show that you can be a professional athlete, incredibly fit, but if you are sitting all the time, you're going to prematurely take time off of your life and lifespan. There's just no question about it. So the, the, the research finally compelled me. So I said, listen, I'm going to stop sitting so much. So I did. And like six months ago, I stopped my sitting and pretty much it restricted to less than an hour a day and my back pain disappeared. It was just unbelievable. So it's a simple, easy strategy can have such profound influence on your health. So That's the, amazing. The one, yeah. One of the key messages here is, is, is seek to sit as little as you can. Now, in conjunction with that, you can actually walk. You know, so it's kind of some of our jobs don't allow that easily. But if you can't fit it in your day, try to walk seven to 10,000 steps a day. And, uh, you know, there's actually fitness trackers that allow you to keep keep track of it. So that's a simple, easy thing to do that can have profound benefits in your in your life. Okay. When you say seven to 10,000 steps, is that is that a mile? Is that two miles? Is that three kilometers? Have you worked that out? Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on the, the obviously small people would be different. So they would be cover less distance, but uh, it's about five or six miles somewhere in the four to six, depending on your, your, your stride length. Okay, good. So, so it's a good amount. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've since I, I've lived in a warm climate, so I'm able to um, walk along long beaches. And then I actually combine it with a, with a number of other strategies, such as like walking without a shirt and just shorts so that during solar, solar noon so that you get ultraviolet exposure and increase your vitamin D level, walking on the sand to get grounding and free electron flows in there. And then 
actually able to read about a book a, a book a week now on my Kindle as I walk. So it's while you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's, it's a good strategy. We we had talked um, just for everybody who's joining us right now. I've had a really big surge on my Facebook site, and Dr. Mercola and I were talking about that before we got on this this conversation. Um, one of the things I wanted to put in there, I'm not sure if this comes from you. I'm not sure where I got this, but I wrote this down, and it's sitting is the new smoking. I was going to put that yeah. on my Facebook. Was, did that come from you? Where did that come from? Well, I, I've repeated it. I certainly didn't create that that meme, but it's 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 a, it's an interesting and I think accurate one. It really is, and a lot of people disagree with it, but I think it's right on. I, I've I've interviewed uh, one of Dr. James Levine is one of the researchers at Mayo Clinic, and he's he's a big researcher in this area, and the, the evidence is very compelling. It really is, and you know, you just it's just the human body was not designed to sit. 16 hours a day. And most of us are sitting eight hours at a minimum. I, that's totally true. And you know, what's amazing is actually a friend of mine, he, he ripped out his whole, his whole desk. He got one of those elevated desks, mm -hmm. you know, that you can stand at. And then he put yes. a treadmill under it. So he's treadmilling while working on the computer. Yeah. That's a bit of a challenge to do, but you know, if you can, that's great. You know, I, I basically, uh, put a monitor and a computer on my on my kitchen counter, and that's my new desk. I've been using it for like the last four to six months. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I just don't sit down anymore. <laughs> so good. Now, um, Dr. Mercola, to everybody who's listening right now, is a is a very very big fan of gut health and the importance of having an intact and healthy natural bi microbiome, which is your probiotics and natural bacteria that live with you. I wanted to, to see, Dr. McCullough, what's the latest on that? I mean, we, this is such an interesting area of conversation. It's growing in interest. Probiotics has become a mainstream concept. Can you give us a little bit, of, you know, a little bit of a highlight in your research in that area lately, like what's come up lately? Well, sure. See, there's thankfully there's a greater appreciation among uh, scientists at the importance of this area. There's a lot of good studies coming out that uh, that demonstrate what some people have known for a long time that our gut actually sends more information to our brain than the other way around. And the flip side is also true. So if there are problems in our gut, it can, can directly impact our mental health because uh, you can have these disease-causing bacteria and they release inflammatory cytokines and stress steroids and they impair our, our ability to think and our mental health. Interestingly, you probably know that, uh, that about one in seven of us are now taking an antidepressant. And if you can focus on strategies to increase beneficial bacteria in your gut, you can actually begin to eliminate that problem and get off of those medications. So there's some simple strategies you can use, and I bet you'd like to know what they are. For sure. <laughs> well, one of them, you know, you mentioned probiotics, but actually what's more important than probiotics is stop feeding the bad disease-causing pathogenic bacteria, viruses, and fungi. And the way you do that, avoid processed foods, especially sugar. I know it seems simple, but it has a profound impact. You could take the most, the best probiotic in the world, but if you're eating a lot of sugar and processed foods, it's not going to overcome the negative effects of that. It's like trying to stop your car when you've got your foot slammed down on the accelerator. It doesn't yeah. work very well. So you like cut off the food supply to the bad guys, essentially. you, you got to do it. It's a combination. So uh, interestingly, too, you know, when I first started practicing, there were the incidence of autism was about one in 10,000 kids. And today, do you know what the incidence is? It's, it's going up. I don't know. What is it? One in 50. Jeez. 200 
fold increase. And since I spoke last year at Longevity, there was a researcher from Arizona State University found that autistic children have distinctly different microbiomes compared to healthy kids. And that autistic children have actually fewer healthy bacteria like bifidobacteria. So it's an important component to have healthy kids. You've got to get this thing right. And paying attention to those details can have profound influence in the, in the health of a kid. It seems like like the the influence of antibiotic use in the mother, mercury amalgam fillings in the mother, things that disturb the natural microbiome of, of the digestive system in the mouth, it passes along. I mean, that's what I've been looking at. Is that what you're finding as well? Oh, absolutely. In fact, there's a Russian neurologist, uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. You might have heard of her. She uh, had a child born with autism. So she committed her professional career to this area, and she's developed a, a program called the GAPS, which is the gut-associated psycho- psychology syndrome. And uh, she found the same thing, exactly what you're saying, when the, that the risk for kids with autism decreased dramatically if the mother didn't have antibiotics or wasn't taking medications like estrogen, synthetic estrogens like birth control pills, had a diet high in sugar processed foods that would contribute to the growth of these pathogenic bacteria and fungi. Fascinating. The GAPS diet, I have a bunch of friends who have been following that. Do you have a comment on that? Because that seems to be very on the rise right now. Well, it's a a great healing diet, especially for people who who have tried a really healthy diet, you know, a lot of raw food and healthy vegetables, and they're still having a problem. Because it turns out that if you have a disturbed bacteria, you have a a leaky gut, and that leaky gut, it it sounds like a water. This leaky cup, but it is physically true. You have holes in your in your colon that allow the penetration of these undigested proteins, which can serve as stimulation to your immune system to cause these reactions. So she's designed a program that really is very rigid, restricted. Focuses initially, it's graduated, it goes through several different stages. But the initial phase focuses on bone broth as a healing tool, and pretty much for eliminating almost all the other foods for a while until your gut heals. Why? So I think it's a phenomenal diet, especially if you, if you have I had a friend in California, his daughter was almost dead. She was like, she was in college and she couldn't eat any food. She was, she was terminal. And then I, we put her on this diet and it cleared her up. And now, now she's a, now she's a, she's a teacher in the GAPS program. That's amazing. I mean, that's kind of the stories that I've been hearing is people who, who have been experimenting with a lot of healthy diets and a lot of different choices and basically get on the bone broth and it's just completely saved them and people doing it like very intensely for a year and, and recover yeah. not only, not only just their physical health, but also it's very much also their mental health and mental oh, stability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it's not a diet for everyone necessarily. If you're already really healthy, it's not something you need to go on to. But, but adding bone broth is a profoundly healing tool for, for many people. I think it's a great strategy to, 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 for many people to use. Let's, let's continue on. We, you are always such an advocate about different strategies for weight loss. You know, we're still, I mean, it's, you, you know, the statistics in America, it's crazy, like 70% overweight. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about weight loss and, and where we're at with that understanding. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was practicing for over 20 years and seen 25,000 patients, and I've never seen anything more effective than this strategy that we now call intermittent fasting or basically restricting the food you're eating to in certain windows of the day. Because what we, what, what's clear is that one of the reasons that people gain weight is that they develop insulin resistance. Their cells lose the ability to respond appropriately to insulin. And when that happens, they, they, they lose the ability to effectively burn fat. And one of the most profoundly effective tools 
to reset it. Is this restricted eating, restricting your calories to a specific window of the day? And it largely relates to uh, a process that most all of our ancestors went through. If you think about it, how many of our ancestors had access to a grocery store 24-7? No one did. <laughs> so they had regularly went through periods of famine and feast. So unfortunately, most people in the country are in a 24-hour feast and they hardly ever go through famine. They may go through years before they ever miss a meal. So there's a benefit to following that pattern because our genes and our biochemistry are optimized for that. When we violate that, we run into metabolic complications. Are you going to be getting into this more deeply at the longevity conference? Oh, absolutely, yes, because there's some the simple basic strategies you can do. And the, the, most pro, the most profound side effect of this strategy is, aside from losing weight, the most profound and surprising side effect is that you aren't hungry. Once you shift to fat burning, the hunger, the cravings for the sugar, and those junk foods, those processed foods disappears. I mean, you're just satisfied. It's just, it's just shocking. Give us a, a little bit of a sneak peek on that intermittent fasting. Like, what, what happens in the morning? Well, you basically, you know, what we're taught uh, is that uh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Yep. And that's just not true. In fact, one of the strategies that most people seem to benefit from, and they're, they're, this is not everyone, but most people, is to stop eating breakfast. So this way, if you if you avoid eating, stop eating three hours before you go to bed, and then you delay eating three hours normally than you do now, or essentially skipping breakfast, you know, you've got this 12, 16-hour window where you're not eating food, giving your body time to recover metabolically and, and improve that insulin resistance. So uh, it's a bit... You know, the first while, a few days or a week or two, it takes a while to transition into it. But it's just this, and once it does, it's just nothing short of magical. Awesome. Now, just like weight loss, another big issue is insomnia. And this is something I know you're very, you're a great student of this area. Tell us some of the latest developments in your research in this. this. Well, you know, I, th- I think that the, the more profound basic things is, is not so much insomnia because there can be a lot of variables that contribute to that, but but what most, almost everyone listening to this, I can almost assure you, and I was guilty as anyone else, is not getting enough sleep. You know, the research is really clear, even for professional athletes, one of the most profoundly beneficial strategies that they can use to increase their performance is to get more sleep. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, we, and we think, okay, we need, interestingly, the, the, the thought is that we need about eight hours of sleep, and that's about right. You know, you should strive towards it. Some people may need less, some people more, but most, I would assume that you are not the exception. You need eight hours. And this, here's the confusing part, because most people think, oh, I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock and I'm getting up at six, so that's eight hours. Well, don't fool yourself, because if you do some sophisticated testing and you actually measure how long and what, and, how well you're sleeping, you, you can almost be guaranteed that you can you can cut off at least 30 minutes from that maybe an hour because you're not sleeping. You're you're you know getting up or you're just didn't fall asleep yet and you're not in the different stages of sleep. So there's these new fitness trackers, many of them. There's going to be explosion of these devices, David. There's just you know the Apple iWatch is coming out real soon, but there's literally going to be dozens and dozens of they're going to it's it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity to use them to help you understand what's going on because when you wear them when you sleep it can tell you very precisely 
when you go to sleep, when you get up, and how deeply you're sleeping. It can differentiate between deep sleep and light sleep and, and give you that feedback to know if you're getting enough of the right type of sleep. So that's the key thing. You know, myself, I would be sleeping five hours, five and a half hours, and now I finally was able to get up to eight and a half hours and even nine hours sometimes. So it, and it, it's really radically changed my life. And I think it would change life that most people, most people listen to this if they can just get more sleep. Let's say, let's say you're in a situation where, you know, you're in a pinch, you got to get four hours of sleep, maybe for a week straight, but you can get an afternoon nap in. Is that also really a good thing? The research is really clear on this. Naps are great. I personally never seem to be able to do that, but if you can, naps are a phenomenal way to recover. There's just no question about it. I've interviewed a number of sleep researchers who have confirmed that. Another strategy you can use, and this is something you, I think, would be particularly interested in, is meditation. We've all, you know, we all, who's going to disagree with the benefits of meditating? But every time I've tried for 10, 20 years, I could never knew how to do it. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it this way? You know, so I never, I was always reluctant. Well, there's new technology out there. Essentially a headband, the EEG headband that used to cost 10, $20,000 and a whole closet full of equipment. Now you just need this headband in your, in your smartphone and you can get real time EEG feedback when you're meditating. So it, it can show you if you're really getting into the deep stages and, and through biofeedback. You know, inexpensive biofeedback, it can, it can help you meditate deeply. So when you're meditating, that could help you sleep more efficiently. That's a, that's really interesting because I mean, what you're, what you're saying here, and I, and I see it coming. I think it's really coming quickly is that there are tools that are going to be attachable to our smartphones that are going to give us incredible health information. The ability mm-hmm. to get into that meditative place. I don't know, whatever it is, theta state or theta wave state quickly because we can just use our phone to get there by just kind of monitoring our brainwaves. That's kind of what's coming, isn't it? Oh, there's just no question. The, the, the technology exploding is advancing very rapidly and it continues to. And uh, CES is the Consumer Electronics Show that is held every January in Las Vegas. And they, NVIDIA announced this, this chip. It's the X1. It's a graphics chip. and has one teraflops of processing power. Now, what the heck's a teraflop? Well, that's a trillion processing per second. Now, the interesting thing about that, this chip is only $200 and uses 10 watts of power. 15 years ago, that computer processing power was equal to the fastest computer in the world and it used a million watts and cost millions of dollars. So now that little chip can fit as small as your fingernail and can be in your cell phone. I mean, it's just incredible. And, th- and this, this connection that you mentioned to the cell phone, it, it typically doesn't need to be wired. It can be through, through Bluetooth. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. I know you're going to go over all this at the Longevity Conference. I got to talk to you about your new book. You, you, you've put out a new book. It's your first one in at least five years, Effortless Healing. It was sent to me, and I actually opened it up. It looks real good. I mean, like typical Dr. Joseph Mercola style. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Effortless Healing and what went into it. Well, you know, I'm, I, I, I've always uh, really never enjoyed, not enjoyed, but wanted to write books. Uh, I thought they're, because the technology, not the technology, but information changes so rapidly. That's why it's so long before I wrote my first book. So it's been five years, and, and, and since that time I've written it, you know, we've written tens of thousands of pages of information on the website. And we realized that, yeah, if you read the website every day, you'll keep current. But a lot of people don't have the time to do that. So we took those last five years and tens of thousands of articles, condensed into an easy-to-follow uh, book that is, has nine simple principles that people use to get themselves healthy. And, uh, you know, what, I, what I've learned over the years, I've had the website now for almost 20 years, and we realized that sometimes it's not just an education 
deficiency that's the problem, that many times there's there's structures within the country that limit and impair our ability to apply this information. So because of that, and one of, one of the reasons I'm doing the book is that the, all the profits that, uh, from the book are actually being donated to charities that are directed towards preserving health freedoms and, 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 and challenging those, that health, those forces that are causing us to, to have a restriction of our ability to learn this information. Awesome. And apply it. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I'm, I'm sharing these at the, your event. I'm really looking forward to your event. It's one of the most favorite ones that uh, I, I absolutely enjoy going to, and I'm so glad you put it on. It's 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 high quality, and your staff and crew are just beyond exemplary. So kudos to you for putting together such an important event that's going to help people get the information they need to stay healthy. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dr. Mercola, for joining us. Everybody who's listening right now, this is Dr. Joseph Mercola of Mercola.com with myself, David Avocado-Wolf, and we are talking about our favorite subject, which is the grand importance of health, physical, mental, and really spiritual health, and the importance of all the little facets of that, whether it's exercise or great night's sleep or the microbiome. And Dr. Mercola is going to be telling us all about his latest and greatest breakthroughs and his book, Effortless Healing, at the Longevity Conference, which is coming up. www.longevityconference.com has all the details. The dates are April 24th through 26th, 2015 at the Anaheim Hilton. So this is a really incredible venue. It's a venue I've been working for personally since I was a kid to eventually get to to that place and do, do such a great event. It's such a great facility. And so we're really excited about that. Any last bits of wisdom for us, Dr. Mercola? Well, I'm just wondering how many people you're anticipating at the event. We're anticipating 2,000 people coming in from around. Wow. That's yeah. so exciting. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm so much looking forward to it. It's going to be so great. And, and we always love having Dr. Mercola with us. And we're going to have many other speakers there as well. So again, check out the info on the website, longevityconference.com. And uh, for both of us here, we are wishing you the best day ever. This program was brought to you by thebestdayever.com. Thanks for listening.